Hey everyone, it's Sonia here. Welcome, welcome to another edition of the Fresh Approach Podcast. For those that are catching this brand new, we have a, another special guest. You'll see this has been a theme lately where I've had some amazing people want to be on my show and share what fills their heart and their soul in the messages. And I completely believe in collaboration and helping each other grow and linking arms. So this, you're going to love today's episode. Well, you're going to love all of them, but you're going to really love today's episode. This is episode 142. I have um, Mel Dodge with us, who I'm going to bring you in and bring her in in just a second and have her introduce herself. But we're going to talk about what it's like to have spring cleaning applied to your thoughts so you can connect to your intuition because we're so used to the busyness all around us. And for those that are brand new or for those that are not familiar, this is called the heart to heart. So it means there is a video component to today's episode available on my YouTube channel. The links will be in the show notes. So, you know, you could be stumbling across this on YouTube or actually like um, to catch these podcasts on YouTube. But if you are listening to the audio, you might want to pop over to the YouTube so you can see how beautiful my guest is today. Mel, I welcome you to the show. Thank you so much, Sonia. I'm thrilled to be here. This is so much fun. I'm just glad that we're able to connect because we have so many thoughts that are that are similar, but slightly different at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell everybody brand new or some of your audience again, just bring us all together in terms of what you do, how you make a difference in today's society. I am an intuitive coach and an energy healing teacher and practitioner. I help people connect mind, body, and soul to live their best life so they can thrive And with that, like you said, bringing in that intuition. And so everyone is intuitive. I had a woman reach out to me a a number of months ago and say, I need help. I need an intuitive. And I'm like, but you're intuitive. No, I'm not. So over time, it's that retraining our brain to slow down so that we can tap into and listen to ourselves more deeply outside of all of the external noise. I know there's so many different modalities and ways that we can do that. And and I know you have not been a guest on this show before, so I should have warned you pre-stage. I should have warned you before we went live that I really like organic ping pong messages. You know, I don't hand the, the mic over and expect um, my host, my co-host to do all of the talking, but I like for the audience to hear how we're both in, we're both practitioners in the realm of helping people live happier and healthier lives. And and as you had mentioned, we're coming to the table with similar yet different perspectives and synchronicities. So I loved what you said about clearing the clutter to make room to hear, because yes, I would completely agree that lady that reached out had an intuitive hit to reach out, which means she is full of intuition, but she has so much clutter she probably couldn't see it. So can you talk us through what it is that you notice the most when you're working with your, your common clients or your clients right now when it comes to clutter? Oh my gosh, they are so rooted, stuck. The word stuck comes up a lot. I'm also hearing the word, I'm tired of being tired. Yeah. Because their mental load that they're under 
is constant like that hamster wheel. It's just spinning, spinning, spinning. They are not able to deeply rest because their brain won't shut off. And so sleep sometimes eludes them. They're the people who wake up at two o'clock in the morning. And I get it. I have been there and there is a different way of living your life so that you're not caught in the vortex of <laughs> noise in your own head. So I help people get out of their own way. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about that because I've been there too. And it's easy to feel lost. It's yeah. easy to feel like you are somehow in such a deep hole that you have no idea how to get out. So before we talk about what actions we can take, because believe it or not, the first things that I know of that I would recommend include slowing down even more than what they're used to. So be curious to tap in with you about that. Um, we're going to have to circle back to my other thought that was just about to jump out. So let's, let's talk about that. Like I know I would mindful walks and meditation and journaling and reflecting on something simple like Oracle cards or a Bible and just opening it up and seeing what verse and then writing that out. Mm wherever your heart is aligned to it could be listening to a song but with nothing else bothering you what are some of the other modalities that you would i know i know we're kind of jumping to solutions but these aren't solutions these are just throwing ideas at the wall that stick because and see what sticks because the solution is very personal solution is highly personal and part of the problem is there's so much noise they're not able to get that so people are looking for someone to tell them what to do and so there's the getting out of your own way so that you can tap into what deeply matters to you. One of the uh, modalities I do offer, well, a bunch, yoga. Take a break and slow down and do some yoga. A half hour class, find something on YouTube, sign up for a program so that you show up consistently for yourself. Mm. Another thing is energy healing. So part of it is when your brain is that busy, you're not grounded. And it's very hard when you're that ungrounded to ground yourself. So I use energy healing modalities to help people get grounded, get back in their body, out of their head, so that they're able to start tapping into what makes them happy, what's going to fuel them, fill up their tank. Oh, okay, here's here's what I have to say to that. Do you find, and this was the thought that I kind of had lost a second ago, do you find that there is a difference in where people are at now versus a year ago versus two years ago versus pre-COVID? Oh, wow. That's a huge question. Yes, yes, yes. People are different. Depends on the person. Some people embraced the slowdown and they were able to deeply go, oh, this is what it feels like to live in a quieter world. But then there's another group of people who are like, oh my God, I need to catch up on all the things I missed out on. And, and now they're doing more. Their calendar is full. They're looking and they're going, oh my gosh, I'm double booked. I don't have time for anything. Everything feels busy. I need to be rushing all the time. And they're no longer looking after themselves at all. Yeah. So that would be the group right there. And, and, Mm-hmm. The first thing I want to say to anybody listening to this, if you fall into that latter group that Mal just suggested, please stop for a second 
and know that there is no right wrong. There is nothing wrong with being in this bucket. We just got through admitting that we were both in this bucket. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be in this bucket more than once in your life. It, it just depends on your age and stage and what you're going through and what you're juggling. And you can't, con- not all of those are controllables. Actually, the majority of them are not controllables. And what Mel is talking about today and some of the things I practice, and I, I know you practice them too, or we wouldn't be the practitioners that we are living by example and, and sharing with our audiences and, and the masses. It's finding what works for you, but mm-hmm. it's carving out that time. You yeah. see, when you put yourself last, the universe puts you last. And that's a very empowering way to look at things. If you don't put enough value on the person that you are and realizing that you do need to keep your cup full, 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 like it's got to, we should have, we should have done a visual. (laughs) I wasn't thinking Mel and you weren't thinking, no, we should have grabbed the champagne with little (laughs) champagne bottles and poured it in and literally done a visual on overflowing a cup and what it physically looks like. Mm-hmm. is it's not a half cup of tea that you're heating up 20 times throughout the day, right? If it, it can look completely different than what you think. Yeah. 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 Um, but tapping into how, what that feels like for you. There's so many people who don't know what it feels like to feel not tired. Yeah. They don't know what it feels like to feel rested. They don't know how to listen to themselves which is what it boils down to is can you tap into your heart, your soul? What is your soul trying to tell you so that you're able to make decisions easier, faster, instead of spinning and thinking that if you keep thinking about it, you'll be able to make a decision. When in fact, if you stop, pause, breathe, connect to yourself, the decision will be easier and faster and you'll be using yet less energy to get there. Well, and it's going to be faster, but it's depending on how deep rooted mm-hmm. you're not, how how yeah. full of clutter you are, how you're spiraling, right? That answer or how much of a sense of overwhelm, that answer that you're looking for might not show up for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And I talked about this on the last episode. I was talking about, I was presented with an exercise recently through my coach about five things that bring you joy. Yeah. Mm. I had to walk away from that. I mean, I now have my list and I could sit there and say the list. I walked away for two weeks. I could not come up with the answers for two weeks, but you know what? As soon as my brain went there, the list came. Yeah. So don't beat yourself up for the answers not appearing. You have to practice slowing down. And the way you're practicing slowing down is by clearing the clutter. So let's talk about how you work with people to clear the the physical, the mental, whatever it looks like, the clutter. Yes. Um, I love working with people. It makes me like, this is my passion. So helping people clear the clutter, clutter looks different for everyone. The commonalities are this, oh my God, I need to be busy because our culture has programmed us that that's where our value comes in. But if we take that step back, giving ourselves the permission. So I help people find their tools for creating that pause. And it might look like 
Meditation. Some people can't even stop long enough to meditate. Maybe it's a breath practice before they ever get to meditation. It might just be journaling prompts and exercises to help them reflect on where they're at. I love what you're saying about what brings you joy. A lot of people, they don't know. Two weeks to come up with a list is really not that long. No, but in the moment, in the moment, as a coach, as somebody that walks the walk, as somebody that lives her life to the fullest, I was stuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, But I had to go through that. Yes. I did. But then you're also getting a lot more clarity around what those five things are. So the other thing that I do work with people is really tapping into how to connect to themselves and what deeply they value. A lot of people are not even sure what matters to them anymore because the noise has taken over and the external world is telling them what matters. And that's great. It's great that you touched on the fact that these values, these expectations mm. are not necessarily their own. Oh no. And and again, so for anybody listening to this, think about that for a second. You show up every single day to your boss or for your kids or for your partner or for your parents or your own business and your clients, but who are you in the process? Do you know who you are? Do you know, and we're going to go there, one of my favorite things to talk about, do you know what colors look good on you? Do you know what music makes you get up and sing and dance? Did you know that singing is a very quick way of increasing your vibration? And it also clears energy. And it clears energy. Mm -hmm. So there are some simple things that you can do, but you're not going to know what works for you until you slow down. Yeah. Right? And the breath work that you talked about, the one thing I do want to mention is, is when you're working with Mel, the things that come up, the, the things that get discussed, the solutions that start off literally as trial and error are just that until you find what works. But it's not just the solutions. It's when you get comfortable implementing those solutions and weaving them into your day. Mm-hmm. I have a laundry list of things that are almost non-negotiables for me right? Same. Yeah. My breath work is normally at night, but my meditation is in the morning. Mm, Good for you. Right. I was to the point where I was for two years pulling my Oracle cards, writing out reflections every single day. But do you think I would journal? Mm -hmm. Two, Two separate things. I wasn't downloading my thoughts. I was getting clarity on my messages, but I was not downloading my thoughts. So I habit stacked. I journal now before I pull my reflections. Nice. Okay. I love that. And it's also an experiment. So I love what you're saying. You were experimenting. And that's one of the mindsets that I coach around is experimentation and curiosity. So instead of like, well, my coach told me that I needed to do these four things every day. How about, oh, I'm really curious why these suggestions are coming up. How can I play in the energy of being curious about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and what's so important with that is it's fluid. Yeah. So I love to work out first thing in the morning. I, I love it. And I thought about it today and I'm like, um, maybe I was going to walk with my girlfriend this morning who I had coffee with, but I didn't. And then I'm like, well, maybe I'll do Pilates. I'm like, well, I didn't. And I'm like, Okay, so I need to backtrack. I need to backtrack just a little bit. One of the things that brings me joy is working towards something. 
So earlier this week, I made a commitment now, and I know you don't know this, but this is a key point to talk about as well. Life happens to us. Life happens for us. Life provides all of these opportunities and experiences for us to learn and grow from. I spent four years in physio. Pre-physio, I ran so many events and I taught 23 fitness classes a week and I was getting medals. And then I go four years barely being able to walk. So when I did that list of things that bring me joy, getting outside in nature, running, I am I'm not thinking about anything else. I find what works for me. Okay. So I signed up for two races on Monday, a five and a 10. Do you think I would have done that if I didn't stop and think about what brought me joy? Right. Do I know if my ankles are ready? No, I don't know, but I'm going to try. I've been practicing. I've been doing some cross training. I've been doing some other work. So this goes back to my training. I like to train first thing in the morning. And here's why. One of the other things that brought me joy is I like to do my hair. I like to play with my makeup. I like to put on pretty clothes or, and I don't want to do that two or three times a day and things get in my way throughout the day, but it's Thursday night. And now that I've committed to run, there is a running group for free in my town. I get to go tonight and meet with somebody who I used to actually I taught her how to run. When I met her through my boot camp classes, she never thought she could run. I taught her how to get started. And now she's going to be running with me tonight, pacing me, helping me get back into the game. This would never have come up. So I prefer mornings, but I'm going to go tonight. What am I going to do to reward myself with it tonight? I'm going to come home to a nice hot bubble bath. Hmm. So that right there is clearing the clutter. You can't think about as a runner, as an athlete, whatever is on your mind when you hit the pavement is gone by the time you come back. It it disappears. Mm -hmm. It, it's gone. <laughs> and, I love that. that you know that. I know that that's what you need to do is that movement to get out of your own way, get out of your own head. And it's any kind of movement. So for cross training, I am using a spin bike. Well, YouTube has some amazing, and, mm. and I know we're not that far off on the age spectrum. So she, it's called Spin Junkie, and I should get her on this show, but she does 80s, 90s retro music. So, and then she did another one the other, I I shut off all the lights and I sing along to the songs and I, you can't think of anything else when you are climbing up a hill on your bike. You can't think of anything else when you're boxing out something in a boxing or a cardio boxing, kickboxing. So this is what mindfulness, this is what clearing up the clutter means. You are coming back to the table refreshed. Not every day is going to fit the exact same way, but you don't want it to. Right. You need this to be fluid. Well, but then there's where you caught where listening to your intuition comes in. So there may be some day where your intuition is telling you to, I don't know, go left instead of right Mm -hmm. on your run and you run into a friend. It doesn't have to be complicated. And like you said at the beginning, picking up a book, any book and saying, where, where am I guided and taking a look at the page, see where you're feeling guided, looking at the words Is there a message for you? But allowing that to happen. And if you're rushing, 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 clutter, 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 think about how much noise is out there. Or like, what do you need to shut off? I'm only laughing. I'm laughing for two reasons. And these are good laughters. Well, maybe three reasons. So I am the kind of girl, 
and I know there's plenty of other people listening to this, that when the sky is, I can't think of the word, gifting us with the beauty of the stars and the moon, and you can see the constellations so vividly. Come on, come on, come on, come see. Like It's almost like it's your first time seeing it. But when you're looking at that, when you stop, or better yet, if you have a young child or a grandchild, I have a, I, my audience knows I have my grandson who's almost three. We love playing together because I literally point out the ducks and the birds and the grass and the dogs. And when I'm going for a walk, I'll walk and talk with some of my clients. We're pointing like today when we were having coffee, I, I went to the owner of the coffee shop. I'm like, come here. And she's like, what? I'm like, did you know your bathroom faucet is sing is smiling? He's like, what? Well, the taps look like two smiley eyes with their um, makeup done. And then the um, the nose was like the spout. And the whole sink looked like it was literally smiling. And she'd never met me before. And she just laughed. She goes, oh, my God, I never saw it like this. And this is how you flip the script. When you are able to see the beauty that surrounds you, you know that you have cleared out that clutter. Mm-hmm. And being in wonder, that's what I'm hearing oh. you say, like, oh my gosh, awe and wonder to, to just be in the moment. And yeah. there's this sense of when you're not grounded, if you're spinning in your head, you're not grounded. And and I in, loved how you said yoga too. Like, do you have some yoga that you would recommend to people? Whatever resonates. So okay. I teach yoga as well. Okay. Uh, I teach online so I can have anybody from anywhere. But go again, YouTube, there's lots of yoga. There's so many great yoga studios. Find the type of yoga that works for you, depending on your needs and your body. And like there's yang, there's restorative, there's yang focused where you're holding the moves a little bit. Hopefully I didn't mix up the two because sometimes I do. (laughs) I do, I do a chakra based yoga. Um, and I like to do that one once or twice a week. And guys, I, it it took me years to slow down. And because I'm high energy, people think I need to slow down more. I don't. Mm. It's, it's No, it has to work for you. It has to work. But you can still be high energy and this isn't going to impact you. It just means you're going to be a lot more focused and contained. But more importantly, at peace with yourself. So mm. you're going to definitely share your yoga links with all of us, right? Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes, okay. I will. I, and, um, I teach online, like I said, but there's yeah. that, I like what you're saying about your high energy, but that doesn't mean you need to slow down. That means you've learned how to harness your energy without compromising your inner peace, because that's what I often hear. Oh, I want to feel free. I want to have inner peace, but my brain won't stop. Mm-hmm. And so finding the ways that you can create that inner peace for yourself. And there's so many different ways. Like I have a bookshelf behind me of books that I I have read and I still get new ones, but the bookshelf didn't start like this. I had to clear out a lot of the clutter for it to look like this. I can go through some of my boxes and books and be like, okay, I can probably get rid of this. It's the same thing as clothes. Have you ever gone into your closet? Not like anything, but yet if you were to remove two thirds of it, you can pick out your outfits like this. Yeah. You can just, the world is a different place when you create the space to clear yeah. out the clutter, no matter what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Again, space, but 
you are also not your thoughts. There's this mm-hmm. sense that people have really latched on to, well, I have this thought, so therefore, and they have ad- adopted that as their identity. But it's just a thought and it's fleeting and you don't have to hang on to it. You can let it go. And so allowing thoughts to be more flowy and fluid versus, oh, that must be true. So I'm going to pick that up. I'm going to death grip it, even though it's harming me, even though it's not really what I want, I've picked it up as truth. I made a note because I loved what you said and I want to expand on it. So you were talking about things people hold on to for their identity and that you're not your thoughts. What other areas have you noticed that people cling to as their identity? Yeah, a lot of things. 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 Well, titles. Well, I need to get to that title. But if you start digging around and and asking the right questions about, well, what is it about that title that you need? What is it about that whatever the thing is? Or latching on to something like, well, I am whatever. I am anxious. I am, because I hear that one a lot. I am tired. But what about instead of that latching on, I'm feeling anxious right now in this moment. Hmm. Being curious about it. Being curious about our thoughts and not having that, like taking them up as truth and saying, well, I'm I'm just tired. I am tired. Right now, I'm feeling tired. So I know that that's very nuanced, but it's all about the energy behind what you're bringing forward. What's pivotal with what you said, I am feeling, and we can't undermine those words because let's Let's go back and talk about that cultural question I was asking about society from like last year, the year before this year, and then pre-COVID. And and you're like, wow, you know, that's a lot. But what we're noticing as coaches and as practitioners is a lot of people are sitting in scarcity. Yes. Their root chakra is complete. I mean, you're you're getting the two ends of the spectrum here. People are still shopping and doing, but the majority of them, and it doesn't matter where you live in the world, you're sitting in that space of scarcity where you're rebuilding and not having enough. And for those that aren't familiar, this is your root chakra. Mm -hmm. Nothing will grow. Nothing will go upwards. You can't attract and do much else. It's a hierarchy of needs until your security and your safety is taken care of. And why I'm bringing this up at this particular point is so many people over the last couple of years have been impacted with their jobs. Mm -hmm. And many people attach their identity to their jobs yes and and as an entrepreneur I have done that I know a lot of CEO executives that have done the same thing they're having a slower season or a slower year and now they're judging themselves for it instead of understanding the bigger picture at play there might be too much clutter around them for them to have the bandwidth Mm -hmm. to serve anybody It doesn't make you not a good person. It doesn't make you not a good coach. It doesn't make anything. It's just exactly what you said. I am feeling enter here. Because just like a roller coaster ride, what goes up must come down. This is the law of attraction, the law of the universe, the law of polarization. Um, So if you're having a 
cycle where you're in a valley versus up on a high, it's going to, okay, actually let's do a different visual. Let's look at a pendulum rocking back and forth or a ship. The further you swing from one extreme to the other, the more you're going to extreme. But if you can find that balance and shift slowly in between the highs and the lows and understand this too shall pass, you are not your values. You are not your job. You are not your role. Mm -hmm. Those are pieces that make you up. But understand that when you're in that valley, there are opportunities. Oh, so let's talk about that. Yeah. Well, there's a scarcity piece for where people are oh my God, I don't feel safe. I don't feel secure. Okay, well, what are the opportunities for you to learn about yourself? Oh, you're a little bit slower. What is the opportunity for you to explore in the slowness, in the pause? And so people are definitely rooted in lack and scarcity right now, but really thinking about where that's coming from. What's the energy? Like you said, root chakra, 100%. Yeah. But understanding why are you feeling lack and scarcity? What What's the external factor that's making you not feel safe and secure? And from an energy perspective, um, I might run into a past life with someone and they have had this undercurrent of lack and scarcity forever. And they're like, oh, I don't know where, it came, where it's come from. Maybe they brought it with them from another lifetime. Maybe. I mean, Maybe. who knows? They may also have an answer like, well, this happened. And so working to heal the energy around that because every one of us is the keeper of our own energy. We are only, we are responsible for our own energy. Our energy field, our chakras, our auras, we're responsible. (laughs) I'm laughing because I show what I showed you pre-show. I actually um, took a, okay guys, it's a secret. (laughs) There is a black rock. Um, and I have three or four different ones. And actually, I didn't realize that this one is not is okay. a smoky quartz. Yeah, it must be because I can see mm-hmm. right through it. And I didn't realize and I have like obsidian and I have different crystals. And that's not the point. But it's about protecting my energy. And I don't do this for these calls. I had this on for different reason. Um, but most people don't realize that exactly what you're saying, that they are responsible for their level of energy, because we are so custom to leaning into the wrong people for the wrong advice and those people have limiting beliefs um and it's it's not right or wrong again but if they don't align with your growth you're Mm -hmm. not going to grow right if 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 you're only hanging out with people that are talking about how hard the economy is right now what do you think you're going to believe how hard the economy is right now Whereas if you're like, you know what, I'm a coach and I am making sales and I am buying a car and I'm going on vacation. That's not a hard economy. There's always people who need support and help. Yes. Yes. I'm going to put this back. (laughs) But okay. So. So what is the opportunity? So instead of to that point, oh my God, the sky is falling and the world's on fire. Well, because I keep hearing that the world's on fire. Well, fire provides opportunity for rebirth, regrowth. Same with spring. And I keep looking outside because the sun is now shining. Yay, spring, things are melting. But it's an opportunity for rebirth. And I mean, we get that cycle every single year where we get the seasons here. 
So we get an opportunity to hibernate in winter mm-hmm. and then have a rebirth in spring. But we don't hibernate in winter. Do you find the majority of us just beat ourselves up in the winter versus hibernating? There's the pausing piece. <laughs> there not, is the- we're not, but in, if you're innate in listening to your intuition, you will feel the need broad strokes to pause and be slower in winter. And I love that. Differently. You so, wear different clothes, like mm-hmm. you experience well, no. life differently. And I was going to say, you know, we're talking about taking care of yourself and filling up your cup. And we're talking about the ebb and flow and how it can be fluid. And it should be through fluid throughout your day. It's kind of like drinking your water, right? You could sit there. I'm using an old Arbonne one, but whatever. It's not It's not meant to be an Arbonne advertisement. I'm not with Arbonne anymore. Great company. I'm just not with them. But my point is you can chug three of these first thing in the morning and be thirsty in the afternoon. But if you were to guzzle your three throughout the day, you are you are balancing that. So you don't need all of your TLC at one pocket. You need it throughout. Mm-hmm. And it's going to look differently for everybody. Um, so some of the practices that you share should look differently with the season. I love getting up early in the morning. Most of the winter, not only did I sleep in and get extra sleep, I would linger in bed in the morning and drink a bottle of water and do different things. But that worked for me this year. Yeah. But you were listening to what you needed in that moment, which is where the intuition comes in instead of like, so does it feel like force or does it feel like flow? And if it feels like you're constantly forcing yourself, think about why. Tap into your own energy to determine what would feel like flow in that moment. And that goes back to quieting your mind, mm-hmm. moving your body with intention, because right? then you're starting to trust yourself. When you can do the tree pose, for instance, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to use favorite. that one. Okay. Sometimes my favorite, but um, when you're doing the tree pose, for instance, you really have to trust yourself that you can balance all of your weight. And then if you are actually working on a chakra-based yoga and you put your head back and you're looking up instead of looking forward, that's a different position and that's even more trust. And your arms are a different spot. Mm-hmm. Your arms are open to receive versus in prayer, wherever it is, and helping you balance. Because the further you are, the further your extremities are from your body, the harder the move is, right? Just balancing. Of course, it's it's natural. Mm-hmm. So when you get confident doing a move like the tree pose, imagine what that does to the rest of your confidence. And now you're learning integrity with yourself. And when you can believe that, you can make other choices quicker. And I love what you're saying about trusting yourself. Because what I'm hearing from my from my clients is, well, I don't trust myself. But if you are tapped into your own intuition... It's your divine guidance from your soul. How can you not trust yourself? Well, you and I both know how they cannot trust themselves. And can we, <laughs> let's, let's do, do we still have time? Sure. Okay. Let's take a few minutes and talk about why somebody would not trust themselves. You know, I, I can talk about experiences that I've had with some of my clients that I've worked with. And, but I want to hear from you first. What are some of the reasons from what you've noticed that people don't trust themselves? goes back to childhood in a lot of cases where they everybody's born intuitive 
but somewhere along the way they were told that being intuitive is wrong. It's not right. You need to follow the logic. It needs to make logical sense. And so we shut down what society is telling us is wrong. So it could be in school. It could be a parent or grandparent, sibling, anything where that's stupid. I mean, how many times have you heard that? Well, that's stupid. Well, that's going to shut your intuition down. You're not going to trust yourself. Oh, well, this person thinks that what I just said is and feel is wrong. So I'm, I, I'm no longer valid in feeling that way. That's one. And then as we age, the same things keep happening all the way into corporate. And so I remember working for, I was in corporate for over 20 years and being told, well, what's the data to back this up? Well, I'm not a data scientist. I just what? feel like this is, <laughs> I know, right? Um, this is, this, this is what feels like what needs to happen in this instance, because it feels like the right thing to do. Well, where's the data to back that up? So there's, again, there's a message that says logic wins, but we need to create balance in this world. We've lived yeah. in too much logic and not enough intuition. Imagine what it would be like if there was balance between those two balance between our our internal selves of masculine and feminine characteristics. I just wrote that down. I knew you were going to say there, and I literally just wrote it down. It's my favorite. Yeah, well, and it's one of my things I've been leaning into a lot lately too. And and mm-hmm. we're going to talk about this for a second. So the the masculine and feminine energies are huge, but what you're saying right now is the world likes logic, so it encourages logic because we can back up logic. How's that working? Well, that's a great question. So <laughs> let's go to some other examples. And I'm going to I'm gonna step up and share some of them. I know you'll be able to relate to them. So ladies and gentlemen listening to this, and I know there might be some gentlemen listening to this because I'm interviewing some different men on the show. And, and sometimes, because I don't know about you, but when I'm listening to podcasts, sometimes they're not in my earbuds and the world gets to hear. And then, so guy, if you're listening to this, woman, if you're listening to this, this is not gender specific. No. I'm seeing a lot more men come to the table with crap. <laughs> like they're overwhelmed too. So yeah. this is not gender specific. So even when we're talking about masculine and feminine energy, it's not gender specific. We have both in us. So the first thing I want to I want to chime in with what you just said was the logic piece. We're supposed to go to school, we're supposed to go to post-secondary. Then society has us at this point, maybe getting a dog, a husband and some kids and a house and live at that corporate job with two weeks off for the next 50 years and then retire. And then if we're lucky, live our dreams. If we're lucky. So this Mm -hmm. is what society has kind of dictated as a whole across the board for the last 50 years, right? Which is why our parents have recommended it because this is safe. Yes. Safe. Safe, safe to have your hands in somebody else's livelihood anytime there's a screw up at work. That's safe. So that's the furthest thing from safe, but whatever. <laughs> Just saying, it's safe to have multiple streams of revenue, multiple streams of income. That is safe. Having all of your eggs in one employment basket is not safe. Not in It depends place. on your definition of safe. So there's this sense that you constantly need to be going and going and working at something to be safe. From a 3D 
physical world level. But if you were to step into a different definition of safe, I'd be really curious to see what happened in the world, what, what happens to safe. What does it mean? What does it look like? Because there's this sense of like safety means I need that corner office. I need that C-suite job. I need that car. I need that vacation. Well, those are wants, but yes, those are wants, but that people have equated that to safety. Right. Right. And that's a very interesting. And then you ask yourself, why does it really matter? Yeah. Right. Because with more power comes more responsibility and then you're never home to see your family. Yeah. Yeah. I see that a lot too. There's the doing and the doing, but the balancing of the energies within each of us, what would safety mean then when we do that? So again, it has nothing to do with gender. It is about balancing characteristics and energies within each and every one of us, because the vision of how it's supposed to be is no longer working. It's no longer viable. So it's rooted in an old system. And how cool is it that we get to look oh. at creating a new way of being on the world, in the world, in ourselves, in the world, in our, and even this connection. So I did like my thankful Thursday today. And I talked about what I was grateful for was um, networking mm. and being able to connect with new people and to leverage those relationships. Because first of all, it wasn't for technology. This We wouldn't be having these conversations we wouldn't yeah. be meeting such amazing people. But let's go back to that logic piece. Where's the logic gotten us, right? For many people, it's gotten them fired. <laughs> it's gotten them laid off. It's gotten them divorced. And now you're rebuilding. Maybe you've moved yeah. to avoid those things, but now you're rebuilding. But most importantly, you don't trust yourself. You were in love with that person. You loved that job at one point. You yeah. gave your heart and soul. And what was your thank you? See ya. There's the identity piece again. You've There's latched right that. your identity yeah. onto that. So going through that, there's a grieving process there, but knowing that there is another opportunity when you get to the other side, whatever that looks like. Whatever that looks like. And, and this is where I want to bring up the masculine and the feminine energies because the masculine energy is in the doing. And mm-hmm. we're in a society right now where because those things have happened, the divorces, the separations, the layoffs, the firings, the whatever it looks like, the reconstructing of your life mm-hmm. looks different. So now we've got men and women separate, but juggling all of the things themselves. Yeah. And and that means 90% of us, okay, maybe that number is high and you can validate whatever you think too, but the 90%, I'm just sort of throwing a percentage out there, but my point is it's a huge percentage of society that is sitting in their masculine energy. Hustle, bustle, doing, going, providing, not open to receive even a thank you, a compliment, a free coffee. Um, They're not sitting there able to just be Mm-hmm. And and for some people, getting into and tapping into your divine feminine is so hard yeah. that it can it's, look different. It's terrifying for some it can people. Be, yeah, yeah. Back to it's not about 
gender, but men have been told in this, what I will call toxic outside of, (laughs) they've been told that feeling is bad. It's wrong and you don't need to feel. So, I mean, imagine if we had men who gave themselves permission to actually feel right. And that's them being in a little bit more of that softer energy, giving themselves permission to step outside the hustle. And if we had, you know, I don't know, the possibilities are endless. And I keep seeing the last few years as what I call the tower card moment. So in tarot, there's that tower card where all hell is breaking loose. But that's where the rebuilding happens. And there's been a lot of rebuilding. And I know we tapped into the root chakra, which is your your base chakra, which is your security and your foundation. But the next one I wanted to just talk about very quickly. Um, and that is actually your sacral chakra. Mm-hmm. And that comes with, again, more of the divine feminine, your creativity. And you would think that creativity would come after your confidence, but it comes before. You need to open up your bandwidth to play, to mm-hmm. have fun, to be creative. So you can then be- build your confidence again and trust in yourself because yeah. you didn't and that's make- solar plexus energy that's your yeah that's building to your solar plex right mm-hmm. and so you didn't make a wrong decision when you said yes to that person when you got that job there was just an expiry date you're ready to learn all- to learn more yes. to go and to move forward yes you're ready for so much more and you might not see it as a blessing but if you can take a step back big enough to understand that this too shall pass, but more importantly, what kind of gifts are you given mm-hmm. from this experience? Yeah. Well, I like, we're basically talking about universal balance. So we're talking about, you know, women specifically giving, giving, giving yes. and tapping into the energy of receiving. And you may not from a divine pers- timing perspective, see the gifts while you're in something, but later you'll be like, oh, yes, this is what I learned. This is how I grew. And this is how I'm changing. Do you have, do you have a simple tip for how people can step into their divine feminine? Going back to what we're talking about here, pausing, Pausing. taking that break, reflecting all the tools we've talked about today, breathwork, meditation, journaling, reflection, Allowing yourself the time and space to just be. When was the last time you sat and drank your coffee with doing nothing? And when I say that to people, they're like, well, I'm on my phone. <laughs> well, of course I'm on my phone while I'm drinking my coffee in the morning right? and I'm, or I'm running around and I'm doing my makeup and my hair and while I'm drinking. My- what about you challenge yourself? Cause it's going to be a challenge for a lot of people to just be even for three minutes in the morning or you do nothing, do nothing like mm-hmm. linger. And, mm-hmm. and, and I want to say for some people, of course, it's really hard. So there is no physical way of changing your appearance to help you step into the divine feminine. However, So it's not like if you dress like a male, you're automatically in your masculine. If you dress like a female, you're automatically in your feminine. However, what I've noticed for me is when I pause and curl my hair, when I sit there and put my makeup on and literally sit there and I'm not doing anything else, 
I am in flow with things that make me feel good. And I talked about this yesterday in a brief little thing I did on YouTube, 15 minutes. And it was like all about do you, because Mm -hmm. when you're filtering in some of these moments, it's easier to accept a compliment when you know you look good. And accepting that compliment is divine feminine. It is Mm -hmm. an act of receiving. Having somebody open the door for you and you saying, thank you. If you can't do that, you can't receive $100,000. You're going to be tested. Small little pieces. But what can you do to set yourself up to feel good, to accept? Yeah, good point. Again, women just give and give and give. And I'm gender wise again. But (laughs) are you open to receiving? And yeah, well, and I love what you're saying about small things in order to it, open the space for big, bigger things. Well, and it's little, like, I love dressing up today. I'm not dressed up. I'm wearing like um, workout wear. Cause I'm like, I said, I'm going for that run and I wasn't sure what my day looked like earlier, but yesterday I was wearing a dress and I work from home and I work for myself and nobody sees me and, and Tony doesn't care, but he does care. He says he doesn't care, but he knows when I'm happy. And if my smile is happy, it makes a difference. I feel well, you being feminine. in your energy, you're yes. being, you're smiling. You are in control of how you're showing up in the world in that moment. Every single day, you are in control of how you show up in that moment. So let yourself go there. Let yourself play dress up. Let yourself cook in the kitchen. Maybe, maybe that makes you feel good. Putting on music and singing and dancing and making a meal without mm-hmm. pressure listening to music is very equivalent to doing nothing. I don't want you to think that listening to music is, is doing something. It's enhancing your vibe. You don't have to sit in silence to do nothing. I have a little visual for everybody to think about last time you went to the doctor and you're waiting, you're in the room, the doctor's room. And for some reason you have to lay on the bed, right? So just you're in the doctor's office. You have to lay on the bed for whatever reason. And the doctor's not in yet. So you're just laying there. Have you ever noticed how cold your body gets and how sleepy you get and you might not be tired? You have brought down your vibration and your energy so much that you could probably put yourself asleep because especially if we go back to the point where there were no phones, Mm. because for some reason we always feel bad looking on our phones when the doctor's about to walk in. (laughs) But You put yourself in such a calm state just by sitting there. We don't practice that enough. And that is one of the ways you can receive going for a nature walk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Sitting and watching the birds. Even hearing them, even hearing them talk to you. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Going to the beach. Yeah. Right. And this is where that playful time, this is where, trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work what brings you joy what doesn't bring you joy yeah so clearing out the clutter physically can suck like nobody wants to okay I'm not an organizer I don't want to go through all my paperwork and clear out the physical clutter which I know I need to but when I do that there's nothing in my way so do you have any tips for us as we close this off today what specifically would you like a tip around? I don't know. What do we, we need? We talked about so many things today. Um, wow. We've talked about a lot of stuff. Okay. But I have one. Finding that balance, finding, okay. finding what works for you. So really going back 
into your intuition, tapping back into it in a, call it a reconnection because we all were, we were all born intuitive mm-hmm. and it's just time. We trusted when we were little. In. Oh gosh. Yeah. I, as babies, we trusted everybody. We didn't know the difference until somebody said, stop or do the, don't do this. Or mm-hmm. they were again, placing their limiting beliefs on us and our mm-hmm. behavior. Um, I want to share something I shared with you pre-show and I was tired pre-show. I was yawning up a storm. I was in a different meeting. I know it's going to sound weird because these normally roll out at 6 a.m. But this is a pre-recorded, like we're recording this one in advance. And um, I was so tired I could have fallen asleep. I could like, I was, I was dipping my head. But as soon as Mel and I got on a call, she would not have known I was tired. She would not have known. And your feelings are the best way to help you tap into where you're at. And you don't need to judge them, just identify them. And it goes back to being curious again. Oh, I'm feeling tired. I wonder why. Okay, what can I do to shift it? Because I don't want to feel tired. I want to feel whatever, rejuvenated, yes. energized. Right? So are you hungry? Are you bored? Are you not interested in, in the topic? And there's nothing wrong with these things. And I loved how you keep on bringing um, curiosity and wonder up because those were my words for last year. Oh, amazing. Those were my words for the year. My words for this year are purge and proceed. So oh. I thought it was very ironic when I had strep and COVID and I was purging and my husband's like, no, 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 I don't need to hear that. <laughs> Decluttering your whole system. Well, was, my physical system. And, yeah. you know, we can sit there and say, oh, two months in and I've had these two things happen after three years, but this, this isn't me. This was a message delivered to me that I still needed to slow down and, and reconnect with myself. And timing is always divine timing, but it's never right on our end. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have any words of the year, Mel? My word, I'm doing one word this year. Okay. I'm using the word simplicity. Ooh. I tend to complicate things. Okay. So for myself, like, but that also includes practices like decluttering to simplify how things are structured. Like I just rearranged my whole office to make things simpler for myself. I'm like, why am I walking around that table? Small things, but I felt intuitively guided to just, again, it goes back to that, my word, spring clean and declutter, keeping things, life, things simple. And and we're not saying you can't have a collection of things like books or local cards or whatever, Mm -hmm. but how can you have them in your environment where you don't feel like it's congested? Mm-hmm. So you can hear gizmo. Tony must be home because the dogs are alarming. Um, how can we reach you? We're going to have all of that information in our show notes, right? Do you have anything else you want to say before we sign off? Oh my God. I'm, I'm here, but I'm going to let you take over while I shut this door. <laughs> dogs are awesome. Mine is still Aren't laughing. They? I'm surprised how she hasn't uh, gotten up and started bugging me for it used yet. to be my excuse for a mental health walk, or but I realized it was my mental health walk and not theirs. Oh, yes. We are going for a walk in the sun right after this. We're so nice. excited. Uh, words of advice. Um, no, you're not alone. There are mm. support. Reach out. Know that there is a different way of being in your own life. 
take control back, block out the noise, figure out what really matters to you and not what other people are telling you what you should and shouldn't want or be or think or feel. So just be you. I love that. And I want to scream on top of my lungs how much I love that. When you make a declaration like that, it changes something in you. So we're going to sign off with something that I've discovered lately from Mel Robbins. And it is a declaration of sorts. And whenever I say it, something shifts in me. And as positive as I am, after all of the affirmations that I've done, this one helps me get started every day. Well, there's two things. I've lately have tapped into a little bit about spirituality. So I'll come right out and say, God, show me how great today is going to be. I say that almost every day. You can say whatever you want in that insert, right? But this one, there is nothing wrong with me. Say it. And it's such a truth. Say it and see what happens. There is nothing wrong with me. Right? Your chest comes up a little bit. Your back is up. And if you say it again... I wrote it on my jar with a little <laughs> um, and I put it on my wall because I'm going to take the things off my jar and put them on my wall. Um, and there's one last piece I want to say before we get off here. If it's not a hell yes, then it's a no. That's how you can start by listening to your intuition. Yeah. Yeah. And stop saying yes out of guilt. Right. Because it's not a hell yes. Exactly. It would be a no. It's a big fat no. It's a, and honor that. I want to give you a big hug. Thank you so much Thank for being you. here today. Um, we are going to put all of your contact information on the show notes. Anybody that wants to reach you can reach out directly. My contact information will be on there as well. And guys, I do suggest that you follow Mel. You get in touch with her and and. Let us know your favorite takeaways from this episode because um, you never know how we're going to help inspire you to live happier and healthier lives. Starting by decluttering, clearing the chaos. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sonia. This has been so fun. Awesome. Well, fun is my keyword. So thank you so much, Mel.